listening to Broncos This Week, presented by Original 16. The official beer of the Swift Current Broncos is Ryan Schweitzer and Craig Boschman. Welcome to another edition of the Broncos This Week podcast, brought to you by Original 16, Schweitzer and Swift Current, Bosch in the bubble. And uh, wow, Craig, just looking at the last week, uh, that's the thing with this uh, Subway WHL hub and the schedule that they have, the 24 games in just, uh, just under two months. There, there's certainly no shortage of games to recap on this weekly podcast. Uh, there's been lots of twists and turns over the last seven days with this team. Yeah, it's uh, it's fast and furious. I mean, you know, when you're when you're working a hockey season, even a normal schedule where it's usually just games on Friday and Saturday, it seems to go by fast enough. And then you get in here, and it's almost like a, a long playoff run where you're playing every second day. So um, it's it's going by pretty quick, and you know the games are are coming quickly. I mean, you go back to back, and then you have a day off and play another game. So it's um, it's it's flying by pretty quick here, and it's hard to believe there's only three weeks left. Yeah, the, uh, the WHL Plays of the Week last week. Uh, first time in a long time that uh, we had, A, the top play of the week, and B, like three plays in total that weren't entirely against the team. So, you know, it's uh, there's certainly some things to be encouraged about, and that's kind of been the theme of of this year is the hope and the, the future and the young prospects and everything. But, uh, you know, most recent games notwithstanding, the team has found some offensive touch, eh? Yeah, and that's I think what they were hoping coming in this year. Um, you know, I knew everyone knows the coaching staff was was very high on the 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 O four draft class and excited to get those guys in here. And um, I think they've been as advertised. I mean, obviously Matt Ward is over a point per game right now, and um, you know Josh Davies had a hot start. And you know I was walking with him uh, leaving the rink yesterday, and he said, "I feel like I've got ten monkeys on my back right now." So he's hoping to break out uh, pretty quickly here. And you know, Philman's been good. Owen Pickering stepped in and done an outstanding job on defense. And, and Reed Dick has been solid as can be in net. So uh, team's excited about this 04 group. And then, you know, the 03 guys with Y Rostock stepping in and Lewis and Aubin's been a great, uh, great addition on defense. So uh, there's a lot of reasons to be excited, I think, moving forward. And, um, you know, obviously the, the youth movement's going to continue next year with the 05s coming in, right? So uh, I think it is an exciting time to be a fan of the team. And uh, they're hoping to kind of break out of a a little bit of a, an offensive slump here as the goals have dried up over the last three. Yeah, and, uh, you know, you touched on that 04 class and uh, our feature guest today on the Broncos This Week podcast. We're going to get young Owen Pickering on, uh, one of those 04s that you mentioned, a defenseman who, uh, if, if he was coming into the hub expecting to not play that much, uh, wow, because he's he's really been thrust into things with some injuries on the blue line, eh? Yeah, and he's he's been unbelievable. Um, really, I think the one of the steals of the draft. I mean, it's funny to say that, you know, 12, 13 games into, into his first season in the WHL, but, um, you know, 177th overall pick and, and he's basically a top four defenseman already. So uh, he's, he's been just a, an incredible addition to this team. So calm and, uh, you know, never, never gets ahead of himself, never gets, uh, never looks panicked on the ice, I should say, and um, just kind of plays that steady two-way game. And, uh, you know, seeing him do this now as a 16-year-old and, He's, you know, almost six foot four right now, but he's, you know, he's pretty thin, obviously being a 16 year old and growing so fast, but, you know, you think about what he could be in his 19 year old season or 18 year old season, he's probably going to get up around 200 and 220 pounds or so. And uh, I think this guy's going to be a force on the back end for a couple of years. Certainly much to be excited about with 16-year-old Owen Pickering, who's going to be our feature guest on Broncos this week. That's coming up shortly, but in the much more immediate future, we'll have a sit-down with assistant coach Scott Dutart to break down the last week of Broncos hockey. This is Broncos This Week. You're listening to Broncos This Week, presented by Original 16, the official beer of the Swift Current Broncos. 
It's the Broncos This Week podcast coaches show segment. Uh, we got Scott Dutart, assistant coach, joining us this week to uh, break down the last seven days of uh, Swift Current Bronco hockey. Scotty, uh, you know, as we said once upon a time on some Swift Current Bronco content, uh, the week in Bronco hockey, more twists and turns than a field sobriety test outside the old York Hotel in Swift Current. Plenty of ups and downs with this team, but uh, but certainly some entertaining moments, eh? Yeah, our... our... Our games have been all right. We've been we've been challenging our, our some of our older guys and our younger guys have really stepped up and, and played well. And you know what? Uh, unfortunately, on the on the results side and the win loss column, it hasn't hasn't been real great. But we've had a lot of positives. And again, we're playing most nights. We're playing a full sixty minutes. I know the team wasn't too happy with their effort in that game against the Regina Pats, and you had a stiff test against Brandon the very next day. And I know the final score was four one, but I really thought your team held their own against a very strong opponent in the Brandon Weekings. You know what? That that's an older club, and and again, if we look at man games compared, if we compare the man games from us to them, they're significant difference. And I thought again, our guys stepped up, and and that's one thing that's been good throughout this whole process is that. We've had we've had some speed bumps here and there, and and Regina was one of those speed bumps, and, and all the teams in here are having that because you're getting the wear and tear and the injuries and 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 all those different factors that they key into this this whole hub situation. And you know what? That was just our night. Some bou- weird bounces, and we just were fighting the puck, and and we were tired, and we had to we showed some composure. We had some had some fight in us last night, and we played with a bit of an edge too, and. Um, no, I was I was happy for the most part with our performance. Yeah, you're uh, you talk about playing with an edge. Your team's hitting the highlight reel with a few big hits. It seems each and every game. Uh, you know, they're certainly not backing down physically, which uh, which is probably encouraging to see in some ways. Eh? Yeah, that part is good. They are young, so they have to have to remember that. But uh, but yeah, for our for our kids here, they've been we've had some really good pushback, but. I think part of that is is this whole experience as well. They, they have, a, I think, our, we have a fairly tight bond because you can't go anywhere. So you're you have to hang out with each other. So you get to know each other. It's easy to get in the fight with each other then as well. You talked about the um, you know legs maybe not being there in that game against Regina for the last half, and I'm just kind of wondering how you feel your team is handling the schedule. Obviously, it's uh, a grind in every sense of the word. You're playing basically every second day for two months straight. Um, how do you feel your team is kind of handling that uh, very heavy workload here? It's, it's good. The biggest thing is rest and food. We have to make sure we're, we're eating properly and we have, have to make sure we have good rest and, and having a, and we flip flop between four o'clock and eight o'clock games all the time too. So it's really critical in those, in those moments, like the, um, the first night there we had to, we had to get back and, and get rested up for the, for the next game. And it's so important in that, in that hour or 75 minutes or so to get, start getting some food in you and, we've we our practices you have to taper down practices and we're not spending a lot of time skating hard in practice they get enough of that in the game so you have to you really have to monitor the situation and and depending on what the workload's like that week what what, how hard we work within or how much of our uh our how much are we outputting it in terms of practice and and making sure we get adequate rest Last night's game, uh, you know, looking at the most recent history for this team, uh, a loss to the Brandon Weed Kings, who have just been dynamite lately in the in the WHL hub there in Regina. But, uh, you know, last night's game, it was easy to see that Isaac Poulter did his best to try and steal steal that one. But, uh, you know, what were some of the more nuanced elements of that uh, contest from last night? The, you know what? The, I think one of the things that we still need to work on is uh, 
we're, we're still getting a lot of pucks in from the outside. And, and that's great when we don't have a play to get the puck to the net, but we still have to work on getting to some of those, some of those greasier areas. And, and um, I think for, for us, I think that was probably the biggest determining factor last night. We did a lot of really good things. We we've been working on, on tracking, coming back and stripping pucks. We talked about just how they play in the neutral zone and how we can bypass some of the things they're doing. And I thought we did a great job on, on getting some pucks past, past that wall in the, in the neutral zone and getting it in. Uh, we found some, found some good breakouts on the way out. Uh, um, a friend of mine is an analytics guy that works for a different team. And, and he, he told me just the, uh, the other day that when you're breaking down the analytics, he said, we're the best team in the hub at getting, having a high success rate of getting the puck transitioning from breaking out into entry into the other other zones here and so we're doing a lot of good things but I think the one thing still and and that's part of it is an age thing and 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 just there's bigger stronger players out there sometimes but we have to find ways to try and get get to the inside and try and get some more secondary opportunities and then I, I we're right in there when you see a veteran laden team like the Brandon Weekings, then you look across and see your young team on the other side of the ice. Do you sort of see a path towards becoming that type of team here in Swift Current in the next couple of years? Yeah, I think so. Like that's that's what's so so great about this this uh, last uh, few games here too, in the last fourteen or wherever we're at, is that there you see a light there, and and you see compete and. I, I don't want to. I don't want to diminish things from the last couple of years, or or, but there were there were a couple of nights there where there'd be nights throughout the season where, all of a sudden you'd get a quick one scored on you at the start of the third or something, and oh here we go again, and and kind of fold the tent, and, and you're trying to keep the troops motivated, but it it was just really difficult. Now like these like we're fighting right to the end, and these young guys are have have a lot a lot of energy that they bring, and I think that. That is really exciting. And, and some of the plays and, and things that we were making on the entry, like like you guys were talking about before, about hits of the week and plays of the week. Like last week, we had three of the top goals in the top 10. Like we, we have an exciting product right now. And that's one of the things that I get in terms of feedback from, from different coaches and different people that watch and scouts and things is that, you know what, we're not, we're not winning every game, but we're definitely the most exciting team to watch when we're out there and, and in a good way. Excellent. Yeah, let's, uh, with that exciting team, let's hype the weekend. Uh, next action for this team, uh, a much needed day off today from game action, and then uh, a Friday night tilt against perennial rivals from Moose Jaw, a team that you've now seen a couple times in this hub, Scotty. Yeah, they're, they're uh, again, there's some there's some really skilled players on that team, and, and uh, Korzak's back. He, he was injured before, and he was, uh, he's back in the lineup last night I was watching, and he's already, uh, when we got back to the to the uh, rooms here I started watching video on them and he's back one of the anchors on their power play so they have like them and there's him and Popple and and Hunt like there's some there's some good players on that team that are that are that are future pros so it's going to be a good challenge for us and and again we've had we've split with them we've had some we've had some good moments with them we just have to make sure we're dialed in and I, I think after last game it was a little bit chippier affair so we'll be ready to answer the bell here on uh tomorrow night our feature guest for this week's episode is going to be Owen Pickering and I know you work with the defenseman uh, more often here Scott so just kind of wondering your thoughts on uh, how he's transitioned into the Western Hockey League and uh, done a pretty incredible job at such a young age you know what he he's uh 
I call him tiny because he's one of the biggest guys on our team here. And he's still, yeah, I forget. I think he's six foot four, but he, he's got a, got a baby face. There's a, there's so much upside to this kid. When he came in, he's, he's almost kind of golly G, but when he plays, he plays like a, like a big man. And, and I really have enjoyed working with him. It's one of the, he's one of these kids that you give he wants the feedback. We've, we've done a bit of video. Dean's done some video with him too. And, it just instant correction with the kid. He gets concepts. He grabs them right away. And, and it, it's, it's fun to see where he started even and where he's at right now. And we're only halfway through this thing. And, and it, again, when he starts filling out too, he'll be a, he'll be a really exciting player for us. And I think he has a really bright future in the game. Absolutely. And uh, we'll have that chat in just a moment here, but uh, Scotty, thanks a lot for uh, taking time out of your morning and breaking things down with us this week, man. Great. Great. Thanks, guys. The chat with the aforementioned Owen Pickering coming up momentarily. This is Broncos This Week. You're listening to Broncos This Week, presented by Original 16, the official beer of the Swift Current Broncos. It's the Broncos This Week podcast brought to you by Original 16. Uh, Ryan Schweitzer in Swift Current, Craig Boschman in the hub, and our feature guest also in the hub is a 16-year-old defenseman, Owen Pickering. Uh, Owen, thank you very much for joining us on the podcast today, and uh, how's, uh, how's another day in the, in the life in the hub there, man? Yeah, thanks for having me. Obviously, uh, it's a pretty much the same every single day. We're uh, waking up. Having some fun together, eating breakfast, and uh, heading to the rink. That's pretty much every day. Try to mix in some school once in a while, but that's every day for us here. How are you finding the schedule? Obviously, you're used to playing, uh, you know, in your minor hockey days of basically just playing on weekends and then having school and practice throughout the week. Uh, here, it's basically playing every other day. Uh, how are you finding the uh, the heavy workload here? Definitely, it's a little bit of a grind. Um, you kind of, you can get a little bit tired at times, playing quite a bit and practicing pretty much every day, but uh, whenever you find yourself maybe feeling a little bit down or uh, thinking that you're maybe getting a little too tired, you just kind of think of how lucky you are that you're in the hub and you're able to play uh, and how, how great an opportunity that is for you. And you kind of you can turn around pretty fast and uh, get going for the day. Yeah. And, and you're certainly being able to play, um, you know, with a, a couple of injuries and some different scenarios. Uh, you found yourself getting a lot of ice time each game. Is uh, is that what you were expecting going in or has all this been a real pleasant surprise for you? Uh, no, I definitely wasn't expecting it. I uh, I came in just kind of trying to get my feet wet a little bit and uh, maybe have some fun and try to try to get used to the Western Hockey League. But obviously, I've kind of been given some opportunities and I feel like I've kind of just tried to run with them, obviously. And uh, it's been a lot of fun, but it has definitely been a pleasant surprise. Kind of wanted to, to get your thoughts on, on when you found out you actually made the team. Obviously, you probably were hoping to make the team here as a 16-year-old, but there were certainly no guarantees. So when, uh, you know, when Dean gave you that call and told you that you were going to join the team here in the hub, just kind of wondering what your, uh, what your initial reaction was. Yeah. My initial reaction was uh, a lot of happiness. Definitely. I've uh, worked pretty hard to get here, obviously being a later, later pick. And it, um, definitely I was really happy. There's a, uh, it's a pretty cool opportunity I've been given here. And obviously we have a pretty young group. Uh, so I was really looking forward to possibly being able to, to join the team here. And when I finally, got told that that was going to be a possibility. It was, uh, it was pretty cool. Yeah. And, you know, talk about that whole experience for draft day for you being a late pick, uh, you know, what, what was it like as the, as the rounds went by and, uh, and your name wasn't called until the ninth, uh, what were you expecting? Kind of, how did that get day go for you? I, I wasn't expecting much, honestly. I was, uh, 
I had a decent year in Bantam, but I was playing behind two really good players in uh, Danton Matejak and Spencer Penner, who went really high in the draft. And uh, I kind of hadn't really developed yet. So I, uh, I obviously, I was expecting possibly getting drafted. And I had talked to Swift Current a couple times, but I, uh, I wasn't really going into the day knowing that I was going to be drafted. So obviously hearing Swift Current and uh, all of, like hearing about their championship run in 2018 was a big thing for me too. And then, so when they called my name, that was, that was a really cool, cool moment for me. And I think part of the reason why you went so late was obviously the size aspect of it. People love their big, tall defensemen. And I know at that time you weren't a big, tall defenseman, but you now are. So just kind of wondering about that trans, uh, that transformation. I mean, were you, did you have a feeling you were going to grow a little bit back at that age? Or did you just kind of suddenly wake up one day and find yourself at six foot three? Uh, that's a tough question. I, I've always kind of been like when I was younger, I was always the really tall kid in class, but kind of, I guess in middle school, a lot of kids started to, develop and I just wasn't really developing so uh I wasn't really sure what to expect and I uh, I kind of started molding my game into maybe a smaller defenseman kind of super mobile uh trying to trying to kind of push the pace offensively and you have to be a good skater if you're smaller so growing was just a pleasant surprise for me obviously I'm quite a bit taller than my dad now so it wasn't super expected but that's definitely been great for me and I think trying to mold my game to a smaller defenseman has helped me for when I did grow because it kind of kept some of that mobility and that offensive ability. Very well said, man. Uh, last week, uh, you know, the WHL, one of their social media features is the the team of the week for different divisions. And, uh, you know, you were one of the six players named to the East division team of the week. Uh, do, do you pay attention to stuff like that? And, uh, and if so, you know, what does that do for your confidence at this stage in your career? Uh, yeah, definitely pay attention to it. You're on, you're on social media quite a bit. And the guys were, the guys were giving it to me a decent amount there. Uh, Fairzy was letting me know that they picked the names out of a hat probably, but, uh, that was, uh, it was, it was fun. Obviously you kind of, you're, you're not really expecting things like that. And especially when I'm coming into the hub and I'm not, uh, not really sure what to expect and not really sure how well I'm going to do obviously as a 16 year old, but I've kind of found a little bit of confidence here and I've gotten, gotten to play with a really good player, Nolan Williams, and he's helped me out quite a bit. And, uh, so I've definitely just kind of tried to run with opportunities, and I, I feel like that getting rewarded with that with that honor of player of the week or team of the week was was really cool for me, and it definitely helps my confidence. Kind of wondering what you think about the competition here uh, in, the, in the hub here, Owen. I remember there was a game against Winnipeg where you stepped up at the blue line and took the puck away from Peyton Krebs, a first-round NHL pick, and you're out on the ice with a bunch of guys like Ridley Gregg, another first-round NHL pick. So just kind of wondering how you uh, – how you handle yourself out there with all these, uh, these high-end players. Yeah, definitely at the start, I was a little bit starstruck my first game playing against uh, Krebs and McLennan and those guys, obviously that was, that was pretty cool. And I think it was definitely a little bit more of a shock for my parents because we were, we were watching the world juniors a couple months ago and then they kind of, then I'm out there against them, but you get over it pretty fast. Uh, we, we want to win and they're just another player on the other team. And obviously they're really good and they're making some plays that I've never seen before, but you got to get used to it because that's where I want to be in a few years. You know, it's such a, it's such an unusual season this year with, uh, with the hub scenario and uh, you're just over halfway through, you know, personally, what are you hoping to accomplish the, uh, the rest of the way here down the home stretch? Right? Uh, I think we want to win some games. Uh, I think we've been close uh to in a lot of games and we kind of we've been competitive and then we kind of die off at the end 
but definitely as a group, we believe we can win. And I think that winning's fun, obviously. The, the games we've won, it's been a blast. And then the next day has been a blast. So I think personally, I want to keep gaining some confidence and try to try to keep getting used to the Western Hockey League and try to create some more offense and uh, drive some chances. But as a team, I think we want to win some more games. Just kind of wanted to touch on uh, the friends you have here on this team. Obviously, you make friends every team you play on, but the fact that you've got guys that you knew ahead of time coming into the hub here, I mean, you and Josh Philman have been friends for a long time. Uh, you've known Reed Dick and Carson King for a long time. So just really a, kind of the, the cherry on top to know all these guys heading in, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's a great group. Really fun to be around every single one of them. We've got our own little side on this in these dorms here, a little flat. So it's it's a blast every day. It's uh, just been described as a war zone. Uh, if you uh, if you leave your room locked, you can expect your bed to be flipped. Um, so that's that's it's a lot of fun. Obviously, it's a bunch of great guys, and uh, we we spend a lot of time together. Obviously, and we want to spend a lot of time together. Uh, over the next few years and we want to win over the next few years so I think that all those experiences that we're having now are only going to be positive as we head into the future. Very well said man and uh, very excited to see you play here in Swift Current at the Innovation Credit Union IPlex hopefully in the not too distant future that's Owen Pickering our feature guest this week on the Broncos This Week podcast thanks a whole bunch for doing this man. Yeah thank you very much. You're listening to Broncos This Week presented by Original 16. The official beer of the Swift Current Broncos. Wrapping up another show, and a big thank you to Owen Pickering and Scott Dutart for joining us on Broncos this week. A busy uh, weekend coming up. Uh, Craig Boschman in the hub right now. Uh, next action for this team is going to be the late game tomorrow night against uh, perennial rivals, the Moose Jaw Warriors. Yeah, Broncos picked up a win against them last week. It was uh, you know, a pretty wild 8-5 victory, and um, it's it's going to be a different-looking team for Moose Shaw as they've got Ryder Korzak back. Uh, he missed the last couple of games uh, with an injury, and he's back now, so that's a player who can you know, basically win a game on his own, essentially a player that talented. So that uh, changes the way you have to approach the game, but um, I think the Broncos are excited to, to play a team like Moose Shaw. It's obviously a big rivalry, and, and they don't like each other very much, so... Um, you know, with, with the fact that they scored eight goals against them the last time they played and, and the Broncos only have uh, four goals uh, combined over the last three games. I think they're going to be excited to get a chance to play Moose Shaw again and see if they can kind of uh, refire up the offense a little bit. Yeah, as you touched on earlier, a few players in this uh, Bronco lineup looking to get some monkeys off their back offensively. Got to do a plug for our Canadian Tire 50-50 as well. Visit the Swift Current Broncos websites. There's a bit the website. There's a link to buy 50-50 tickets. It's not the warm exchange with a member of the Hockey Hounds community, but it is an opportunity for people to win cash and support the team while doing so. So visit scbroncos.com. Get your 50-50 tickets. There's weekly draws that happen every Sunday. All right, got that plug in for the 50-50. Ready for tomorrow against Moose John, then Sunday against the uh, Prince Albert Raiders. Ryan Schweitzer and Swiftkirk, Craig Boschman in the bubble. We'll talk to you next week on Broncos This Week. You've been listening to Broncos This Week, presented by Original 16.